0: Hi, you've called Age. And Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. Gritty conversations by smooth operators. You know what to do. Oh my fucking God. Holy shit. I'm freaking out. (laughs) I missed you. I know, I haven't seen you in so long. No, not you. Everyone listening at home. Oh. (laughs) You're you're fine too. I mean, it's only been 20 minutes since I last saw you. That's so, correct. You know, I can't really say I missed you that much. Oh, Dale, you're on the blower every day. Fuck let's, off. <laughs> let's, let's call a spade a spade here. Oh, whatever. I'm probably number one in your messages, do you reckon? Do no? you remember when I recently said to you, if I had a boyfriend and he messaged me as much <laughs> as you do, I would actually explode. Well, I'm just preparing you for the day when you might actually, you know, have a boyfriend. Well, why are we preparing for something that might <laughs> not happen? <laughs> I don't know. People prepare for lots of things. And Lady Luck does favour the prepared, as they say. That's right. But no, welcome back, everyone, to season four, Message on the Machine. My name is Age. And my name is Mitch. That's it. And we are back. We're really, really excited. We hope you guys are excited. We understand fully that it's been quite an extended hiatus. Well, yeah, yeah but I don't feel bad about it. We needed it. No, we needed it. And you know what? We're all about the quality content Mm -hmm. and we would rather, I guess, come back, refresh, revived. And look, I'll be honest, Like, I guess to paint a picture for everyone um, at home and listening right now, we did just have a lot of like personal things going on in the last few months. Yeah, and that makes it sound like heaps of people died, which was not the case. We just had a lot on. (laughs) No, we just had a lot on. And I guess, you know, obviously doing this, um, on the side of everything else that we do in life, it just, you know, to be able to give you guys the quality and the, the dedication that we want to, it's just yeah. like, you, you kind of had to pick your battles at that point. And I, I will say that I do have some things in the works. Oh yes, indeed you do. Which is probably one of the big reasons why we needed a bit more of an extended break. So I will take some of the blame. Yeah. And um, I, um, it's <laughs> just out and about really yeah. on the booze. And you were just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> More than happy to take the extended <laughs> break. Let me know when you need me. I'll be at the pub. However, we're here now. Everyone's been chomping at the bit. Us more so than anyone. Yes. Um, very excited to be back in the seats looking at your face. Gorgeous face. I was going to say gorgeous face and then I was like, yeah. I believe it you is gorgeous, gorgeous um, as they like to say about yeah. me. Mm. So, obviously, we've been away for a little while. We've done a lot. I feel like we would be doing ourselves a disservice if we tried to, like... Cover everything that's happened. Oh, so I don't get to tell everyone about every single no, last don't. detail. Thank <laughs> fucking god! But I do think that it would be nice to maybe just focus on one monumental occasion that's recently happened, which is your first trip to Mardi Gras. Yes, which I was also at. Attendance. i was going to say you were there too. Yeah. No, I think you chose wisely. There, it's probably like one of the highlights of our little break. Highlight of your life, spending. Three uninterrupted days with me, I'd say. Oh, sleeping in the same bed. Yeah. <laughs> fuck me. Oh, it's a king. Yeah. there's right. room, room to roll around. Yeah, I guess. Ordered room service to the bed. That was fun. Yeah, my um, just bowl of greens. Can I just say that we're at Mardi Gras and we're talking about how we've just laid in bed and ordered room service to the bed. <laughs> and I was like, fuck me. Are you joking? It's supposed to be the most sexual fueled weekend of the fucking... <laughs> Yeah, and that was our one of the first things that came to mind. When I was, was the bed. <laughs> when I'm there though, like I'm on a mission, and it has nothing to do with sex. No, um, no, which Absolutely. is like ironic thinking about today's episode. But more on that later. I know. Stay tuned. So, all right, take it back. Where do we Where do we start? So we had the parade, obviously. Yeah. So parade, which is a controversial thing at the moment, because it's not through the streets; it's through an arena. Correct. SAG, God bless her. So history, if you are feeling lost, there is a whole episode on it. It's called Mardi Gras. Mm. Go back and listen. But yeah, basically up. the parade is always held on Oxford Street. In Correct. Sydney. And this year. <laughs> and this year it is held where men often play cricket and such. Yeah, quite a, look, if there was any way to transform a manly straight stadium yeah. into like, I, we did it. A like. couple of dykes on bikes, hooning <laughs> around. <laughs> When the dogs on bike came out, I was screaming my lungs out. I yeah. was like, get it girls. Yeah. yeah. They're iconic. They were huge. <laughs> <laughs> were they? <laughs> <laughs> um. So parade was really fun. Best part of the parade for me was seeing Gladys bergey Clean across the road. Yeah, room. that was amazing. So we were actually lucky enough this year to be in the um, Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras official corporate box itself which was actually really cool yeah rubbing shoulders and such very us. the who's whomst the whomst of whomst in in gay culture but that was pretty cool we had like you know the chance to sort of chat with the likes of um who do we meet ian thorpe Mm. big glad was there yeah well for me like you know you see some faces you know but no one screams gay icon to me like Gladys Butter Chicken. <laughs> yeah, she was... That was a mood. That was yeah. so fun um, to sort of have a bit of a chat with her. And So from then, it was a big weekend of debauchery. We won't cover it all, but I just wanted to ask you, highlight and low light from okay. the weekend. Your very first maiden voyage. Look, there was a lot of highlights. I think, like, you know, five parties back to back. Like, there was mm. lots of, you know, euphoric moments out there. I feel like, though and not that we ever typically base our highlights on, you know, men. Ah, oh, gentlemen. Not that they ex- typically exist anyway, but yeah. <laughs> don't got the time. No. Um I and you can kind of vouch for this. So, I had a bit of a moment with a gentleman that I had kind of had my eye on for a little while and I think we should maybe not call him gentleman and call him what he is, which is a tiny little twink. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we're going down that. This road. is something I've wanted to raise with you for a little while. <laughs> You've just suddenly become attracted to boys instead of men. I don't think that's true, that just because such... it happened one time. No, it's cold hard facts, though. Nah. nah, I'm not having a bar of it. Anyway, so the the point of the story is that before we went to Mardi Gras, I'd actually expressed to you some interest in this particular character. Yes. Um, And you were like, yeah, whatever, that's cool. Like, yeah. Not phased yeah. by it. Yeah. And I was like, nah, I'm into it. And nah. Then, and, then, and then all of a sudden at one of these parties said gentlemen and I were just sort of chatting for a bit and we just kissed. Yeah. Kissed. Yeah. Just <laughs> that's like that. what like, happened. Like Cinderella. And it was really just like that. Like I was like, oh, that's so funny that Adrian is into this boy and they're like chatting at this party because that's not usually how we operate. Normally we'd run. Correct. Um, <laughs> correct I'd be like Oh yep That's the one That I was talking about That I'm crashing on I'll just turn around now Yeah and go I'm actually way. going To get an Uber home now Yeah um, literally And then yeah I just turned back around 10 seconds later And he was Tapping your tonsils With his tongue That's called Manifestation doll Isn't it That's yeah. me I put that out Into the universe Subconsciously The and angels came, came calling That's right that's The numbers beautiful. were aligned Yeah well not so much The case for me No um, Okay But that's alright Well look I mean I don't know That's not true at one point, can oh. I say, you know, you know what I'm about to say? Yeah, right. I just looked over at Mitch and he was in all sorts, <laughs> can I just say? Licorice fucking all sorts. There was a gentleman who was sort of having his way with you. I would put it, frame it like that. There was a lot of like very intense making out going on, which was fine. Mm. But then I just look over and, and correct me. I'm pretty sure his hands were just straight down your pants. No, um, incorrect. He was actually trying to, like, finesse my hands into his... <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. It okay. wasn't pants. It was. He was wearing a Speedo. Yeah, so that's right. That's Yes, that's why So was there was bit... nowhere to hide. <laughs> that's why it was a bit traumatic for me because I just looked over it. It was, like, yeah, lots of shoving motions with <laughs> the hands. Yeah, and I think that's when we actually did decide it was time to go. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. time to go, Mitch so was that a highlight for you then would you say um probably not okay i feel like highlight for me and i think it was for both of us we were at sort of a party on the last day yep of two days yeah <laughs> the second day and um we were like it was so hot we were inside couldn't breathe outside was cooler but everyone was trying to be outside in this courtyard because the most humid day to ever exist basically totally and like because there was literally bodies packed. Like if there was a fire, ah, oh. it'd be f- roasting twinks. Yeah, there's not enough fire access. <laughs> not fire. <laughs> no, not the twinks. <laughs> not the twinks. Um, but it just started pissing with rain, and all of the gays were like, "Oh my god, my hair!" and all ran inside. And suddenly we had some space to breathe. Oh my god, it was so good dancing in the rain and. You know, Rain Omni comes on, the DJs obviously read the room. Followed by Raining Men. Oh, absolutely. Hallelujah. Yeah. It was actually a moment, wasn't it? It was a moment. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of those euphoric moments. Yeah. And also just the ability to be able to sort of dance a little bit without having some sweaty man. A bit of of movement. Pushing up against me for five hours straight. Trying to get your hands into his jocks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. What about Low Light. Low light. I hate to dwell on them, but there's got to be something. Look, I'll stick in theme. (laughs) Yeah, all right. I'll stick to the end of the story, I guess. So, low light would probably be that, like, yes, said boy and I obviously had our sort of moment, but Mm. the low light was that we never really got to consummate that moment. Yeah, you probably should have manifested a little bit harder, I think. I don't think I got myself that far into the journey with this character. I should have really painted the full picture. Because the angels were like, no, you just wanted a kiss, that's all. (laughs) No, angels. You've got to be specific with your requests. They're like genies. They trick you. (laughs) Although, I'm going to blame you. Me? Yeah. Well, look. Okay. I should have. So, of course, it's my fault. I should have kicked you. I should have, you know, kicked you out and sent you on a little mission to maybe go get some food. Because basically, long story short, I couldn't bring the boy back to our bed because you were fucking sleeping in it, cunt. Well, yes. <laughs> I was trying to sleep and then you finally <laughs> got home and I was just up. Just and then we just laid there talking about boys and how I couldn't bring him back because you were here. Painting each other's nails, just, putting the curlers in. Yeah. Putting the cucumbers on the eyes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, not your fault. I would never, bros before hoes, you that's know? That's it, you yeah. Know? I would never kick Chicks a man before out. dicks. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> On the street for dick, that's not how we roll. No, I would have done it for you though, if you asked. Yeah, I know you would have. Good and that pr- was actually the most beautiful part was like, yeah. the next day you were like, you should have just asked me, darling. I would have just gone for a walk or gone to a friend's Absolutely. place. I gone cruising in Cutters Park. Uh, low light for you? Um, oh God the the pain in my back on the last day, just from dancing for three days. Literally, (laughs) like I had just been jumping up and down nonstop Mm. since I got off the plane. Mm. Potentially even on the plane, (laughs) just in the aisles (laughs) (laughs) with the girls working the trolley. I was going to say up there with the trolley. Literally, (laughs) yeah. I think that was like it was quite debilitating at the end, and that was probably my low light. But three days on the. On the old Trotter's doll. <laughs> yeah, the do back it. and the feet. Yeah. Agony. Yeah, we needed some sort of wheelchair access mm. at the end. Yeah, thank yeah. God for ibuprofen at the end of the day, really. That's it. All right, Mitchell. Well, for the first time in season four, can mm. you please let us all know what you've been Googling? Absolutely. My Google's actually quite cute this week. Um, cute. I've, <laughs> yeah, cute. Okay. Like I've been Googling, well, once, how <laughs> to say things in sign language, like Auslan. Okay, I don't know if you were across the Oscars that happened a little while ago. Oh, yes. So, Best Picture winner was a movie about deaf people and lots of signing and, like, you know, they won all the awards and it was very lovely. And I realised that I should actually maybe know a few things. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Sure. Just in case. Yeah. Yeah, Well. Just like learning a language. I'm a linguist at the end of the day. Just a good skill to have. Yeah. Okay. I'm not against it. Yeah. So, that's my Google. So, if you see me in the street, just give me a... Yeah, okay, yeah I just signed something He just did some gorgeous signs so, yeah. yeah Okay. Imagine a sign language podcast, that'd be a challenge Probably have to be visual <laughs> Yeah, visual medium, really, isn't it? <laughs> what about you, what was your Google? So, Over I've actually Over the last five months, <laughs> anything come up? No, but in typical me fashion, I've got another ailment that I'd like to share Okay <laughs> I've actually got a sprained wrist yeah. currently, as we talk Live, <laughs> you and do. so You're strapped I strapped up for I'm, the gods. Yeah, I'm strapped up. You obviously can't see, but I've got a big, huge. No, it's not that big, but I do have a strapped wrist, and I googled a physio basically because mm. I need to go and get this looked at. So you googled what to do when a wristy goes wrong. Yeah, sorry boys, but this she's weekend, out of action. She's off the cards this weekend. That's alright. Disappointing a lot of men. A lot of twinks. Yeah, They're all just going home <laughs> crying to their mams. Fuck off. <laughs> Mum, not giving me a (laughs) wristy. Can I have some choccy milk? (laughs) Yuck. Okay, so jumping into the main topic of today. The big juicy number. Big squirter. The big (laughs) throbbing member. (laughs) Hot. Yeah, hot. Yeah, nice. Nice eggplant. Um, (laughs) Fuck. so we're going a bit educational, which we do do on occasion. Yeah. Um, as educated young women. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who have got a lot of knowledge to share. That's right. We were kind of chatting the other day and we're talking about like, you know, gay sex and how people learn about, I guess, how to have it, what it is. How to root. The ins and outs. Yeah. Rooting and rooting and tooting and shooting and that. Yeah. 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 Blowing your load and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the rest. And I was just saying to you how... I don't know if you remember sex ed in high school at all, but I have a very, very clear memory of sitting in those classrooms. In health. Yeah, health. Yeah. Health. Sex ed, you know, it's usually a unit at some point. (laughs) Talk about our units. In most um, high curriculum schools. (laughs) Yeah. And I just remember it being like a Rubik's Cube of how do I take this information that I'm being served and try and fit it into my gay hole (laughs) how do i fit this big complicated thing into my small tight hole (laughs) perfect what a great way to start the chat so exactly yes i think that you know i guess our audience is obviously quite gay and queer dominated correct um and especially like a lot of young listeners we know you guys are out there tuning in which is why we kind of thought, let's use this platform to kind of give you guys all the dirt and peel, yeah. peel back that curtain that kind yeah. of no one really peels back for you. you. You kind of experience yourself, which I guess is half the fun, but I also think that there's so much merit in there just being cards on the table with yeah. like what the situation is for us. Well, I mean, it's no secret that like formative gay sexual experiences are usually extremely traumatic. Oh, like... Run home and cry, never doing that again. Yeah, yeah, as you have spoken about, happened to you. Absolutely. Run um, home and threw up, in fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was pretty similar. Um, yeah. And I think so much of that comes from having no idea what you're doing, mm-hmm. feeling like you should, even though you've never been taught, so you're maybe not as open with your partner or, you know, partner for the night as yeah. Yeah. you should be. Yeah. And then things can go a little bit awry. Yeah, because no one, like, let's get serious. When you're in that moment, like, it's not sexy to be like, oh, I've never done this or, like, you know, like, there's a lot of pressure to step up to the plate and be hot and, like, you're obviously nervous and, like, it's, you know, that's why typically, I guess, like drunk sex is good because you kind of lose all those inhibitions. But like, yeah, that's not always a luxury that everyone gets to have. And in that moment, drunk sex too can also still be traumatic because you maybe don't think about it enough. And then if you don't think about it enough, other stuff can also happen. That's also traumatic, Mm. which we'll get to. Yes. But yeah, totally kind of, yeah. I guess the thing here is like, we recognize the fact that we are probably more in our head Mm-hmm. when it's time to have sex yeah, than potentially a straight couple or two straight totally. individuals. It's also so much easier for young straight kids to enter into a normal, beautiful relationship and learn to trust someone before they decide to lose their virginity with them. For us, it's like, I'm mm. going to just pop down the park yeah. and meet some old man blindfolded get and just my rocks off try work it out yeah yeah and like you said i guess you know there isn't that education that's necessarily out there and I'm like okay well if you're gay this is typically how it might look for mm. you and if you're straight this is how it might look for you and if you're you know any other option as well this is what it looks like for you like that's not being taught no. i guess so before we obviously jump forward um we're talking about today specifically man on man or people with penises, having sex with people with penises. Correct. And because that is what we're experts in. And I use the term expert loosely. Well, I'm an expert with my own body, doll. That's it. And that's the only body I can talk to. <laughs> exactly. And yes, I guess just be- this is a little bit of a trigger warning now before we get into the real nitty gritty of it that like we are going to go into quite a bit of detail here in this episode. Mm. So just brace yourselves for that. Yeah, I feel really bad for any young gay virgin who's listening to this and we're like, yeah, so there's going to be a lot of trauma and (laughs) triggering content and you might want to go home and cry after this all happens to you, but no, get out there slugger. This is why we're doing, we're doing it for you. Totally. And I would also like to say that you can also have a lot of very beautiful and quite fun. Oh, absolutely sexual experience and i guess that's kind of what we're all channeling here right like we're the chat here is to sort of get your head around the details so that you can have those great experiences rather than potentially opening up for more trauma than you might have once hoped for so we're not afraid girl that's it that's us so let's go back to the beginning Mm. this is something that i'm actually glad we're going to chat about today okay this specific point because it is a bit of a debate that I have with people often. Right. I know what's coming. So and it's not me. No. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> so in the gay sex bedroom, yeah. We're the boudoir. In, yes. Me <laughs> couché. <Ville-veille-couchet. laughs> we often are in situations where I guess the definition of sex is that for straight people is yeah. that a male penetrates a woman with mm-hmm. his penis yep. in her vagina. Mm-hmm. That is the the basics, right? So mm. For us, obviously, that the penis needs to go into the bum because we don't have vaginas. No. Imagine if we did. God. I just would be so curious. I'd be a rooting machine. I'd be I exploring didn't. that. Like, I'd probably fall inside my own vagina. I'd be putting my whole yeah, head up there. poke around. Yeah. Know your own body. Some of the girls I know, that are like, oh, no, I could never touch down there. But I'm like, girl, I would be swimming in that Are you joking? Canal. I'd be like sticking gnomes in there <laughs> to see what happens. <laughs> I'd, that'd just be my handbag. Literally, <laughs> I would need a bag. My sleeve. Yeah. Hermione's little magical bag. I know. What's going to pop out next? So... A pigeon and a ping pong ball. (laughs) Yes. As we've seen. So, look. Yes. That is kind of the definition in a basic way. So, sometimes it has popped up in certain conversations that I've been in when I've said to people that I had sex with someone. Yeah. But we didn't end up penetrating Penetrating. each other. Right? Mm. And then said person would turn around and be like, oh, that's not sex. Oh, so you didn't have sex. Mm. Now, for me, because penetration is only really one element of the gay sex scape. Totally. It's not the be-all and end-all of whether I define whether I've had sex with someone. Because for us, it's not the only option, one. And two, it's just a totally different whole and experience to a vagina. Totally. And the thing that I think annoys me, I agree with you for the record. Okay, That... Yeah, obviously, you can have sex without sticking something in somewhere. Yeah. Um, And I think the thing that frustrates me about it is that it's sort of like our sexual experiences are being defined by this through this straight lens. Correct. Like, we're being told we only have had sex if we do it how straight people do it, which why would we ever want to do something like they do things? (laughs) Correct. I'm not shopping at The Gap. No, fuck that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And I feel like it's kind of not belittling, but it's sort of like... Robs me of like you know you know I felt a little bit like when someone said like oh so you didn't really have sex then and I'm like well for me mm. like okay let's just use the example of like me really like making out with someone being really intimate with someone maybe doing all the other things under the sun like oral sex and like you know yeah all th- other sexual activity it's then spraining your of, wrist that's it well that's how we won't get into how <laughs> that's that how happened. we got here <laughs> but. Then all of a sudden it's being told like, oh no, that's not sex. And it's like, well, hold on. So then did did I not just have a sexual experience? Like, why is that being taken away from me? Just because I didn't let someone fuck me up the bum. Yeah, literally. And I just felt like that's not necessarily fair or necessarily like transferable, as you said, from straight to gay. So yeah, I think that that's something that I personally, but then again, I also have spoken to some people in the queer community who are like. Oh, well, like, did you fuck? And, like, they... For them, they also just jump straight to penetration. Mm. So maybe it's just down to the individual. I think also looking back to the, you know, young queer childhoods we're speaking to today, listening at home, it puts a lot of pressure on people to feel like they haven't had sex until they've penetrated. Correct. Or been penetrated. Correct. Which is not fair. Like, you... I know people who have sex, Mm. in quotes, all the time, Mm. but don't like doing anal yeah yeah and that's it what if you just don't like it that's it like well i'm just gonna have to do something that i don't like just to tick the box and say i had sex otherwise that means i've never had sex in my whole life like yeah. are you fucking kidding me yeah are you joking i've just blew him for three hours <laughs> you're know, telling me that that's not sex I've dislocated my entire jaw i'm fucking good at this yeah like i just yeah i don't think that's right and i feel like if you are maybe straight and listening to this That's Mm. a bit of context for you to be like, you know, if if your gay friend maybe says that to you, Mm. it's not transferable, dumb. Yeah, and if you're gay and shaming other gays for not having anal sex, Mm. shame on you. Yeah. That's a shitty thing to do. That's right. Or is it? (laughs) So let's just fast forward a little bit now to maybe you are doing anal. Yeah. Obviously, we know that there's different roles involved in this scenario. A couple of different hats to wear. Yeah. Could you please tell me what, what camps people might fall into? Sure. So we've got um, over there in camp A. Yeah. We've got the tops. Mm. Now top by definition means that you are the one who is penetrating the other person with said penis. Yep, You're the stick. That's correct. In the situation. Now, I guess if I said to you, what would be a stereotypical definition of a top while we're here? I mean... Top masculinity is as fragile as straight masculinity, I think. And they cling hard to the fact that they're the mask members of the community, which personally I don't agree with. No. Um, No, I think we're all equal. And I think that there's a lot of like toxic energy that comes with, you know, I guess in our world, there is this like top only culture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of like, almost like that. Private school boy in 100%. culture in the straight world, would you yeah. say the equivalent to? Yeah, I mean it's just kind of like, yeah, I might be gay, but doesn't count because I don't do it up the bum. Yeah, like I don't, don't we don't kiss, we'll never kiss. I'm just gonna <laughs> push your face into the pillow and fuck the shit out of you. Yeah, like consensually, obviously. Well, yeah, but like that's. The energy that these, some of these people kind of put out, which we won't, we won't box in all the tops like that. There's no. some beautiful characters well, out there. Well, we've both, we've both had a turn. Yeah, yeah. I've have. topped someone, so have you. And at the end of the day, we're big queens, big gorgeous girls, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> big breasted, bodacious, beautiful women. That's it. So, yes, yeah, so that's kind of camp A. And then camp B. Mm. So, if the top is a sausage. Mm. B is the bun The bread Yeah <laughs> The bottom <laughs> The bottom so Which bottom, kind of explains itself really, doesn't it? It does You're the one receiving the penis You're so in your bottom Correct, correct Which is quite a funny name But, um So I just it was called Tops and Arses <laughs> <or something. laughs> you Could you say, are you a penis or a bum? <laughs> yeah Are you a dick or an asshole?" <laughs> <laughs> so, stereotype for bottoms A big femme queen big femme girl like the feminine Mm. one in the room like and i think that happens really often it's very much a stereotype especially with a lot of straight people i know who have asked me a moon time so are you the boy or the girl yeah which is such an eye roll like which is just fucking so we're actually both men that's the point correct if i wanted to be a woman i would be Isn't it funny how people make a lot of assumptions about, like, a relationship or two individuals? Like, oh, he's more feminine, so he must be the bottom. Yeah. And this is, again, this straight lens that I keep banging on about. Mm. I don't want to talk about straight people today. We're literally talking about gay sex. Yes. Yet here we are. Yeah, yeah. And, like, obviously we're talking about these stereotypes. They just don't hold up in court, though. No. They really don't. And it's so funny because when you actually peel back the curtain, it's typically that big gorilla who kind of actually likes... (laughs) Big Gaston. Copping it up. He's bottom. That's it. And he's probably the bottom. And power to him. Absolutely. So I love that for you, Gaston. I guess the takeaway from here is stereotypes need to go in the bin mm-hmm. and anyone can do anything. Mm. And there is no such thing as something that's more masculine or more feminine. Totally. And while we're speaking about anyone doing anything, we should probably quickly touch on Camp C, mm. which is the miracle child of the gay community, which is that of the verse or yes. versatile. yes. I fall into this camp, I will say. I'm happy to just yeah, speak on own. Yeah, me behalf. too. But I think maybe that's just because we haven't had enough sex yet to work out <laughs> what we like. Well, I don't... Well, you know, back to that point about, like, maybe anal just isn't for you. Like, maybe it's just not for me. Maybe. And I don't want to also, on the odd occasion that maybe I am courting a gentleman mm. or you're courting a twink. Mm. Um. Fuck <laughs> off. Oh, <God. laughs> I don't want to get to a situation where we find ourselves in a bedroom or a cubicle or whatever and realise that we're both strictly top. Well, yeah, if I do feel like having penetrative sex, it's kind of like sucks if you're both bottoms or both tops because then what do you do? Yeah. And I've been there before. Touch butts. Yeah. <laughs> I've, you can just scissor for a bit. <laughs> I've been there before. <laughs> but But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, the scissoring gets old. Um, okay. No, look, I think, yeah, you kind of at one point. Being versed in that moment is good. But I feel like, it, for me, it just depends on who I'm with. Like, totally. It's the energy that you put out. And that's why you can't say that like, one's more masculine, one's feminine, the other. Because it really just depends, like, in that moment, if I feel like I want to do that with that person, I'll mm-hmm. do column A. And if I don't, I'll do column B. Yeah. Or column C, which is none of the above. Yeah which confusing, which is confusing. different from camp A, B and C, but <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. So there is people out there that are versatile is kind of what verse stands for. Mm. And it is basically that they are able to do both or happy to do both. Um, and I guess from that, just to complicate it even more, because the gays love to do, you've got like top verse, which is like, um, I'm yeah. preferred top, which yeah. means I prefer to fuck, but if I had to, I could bottom. It's like North, Northwest. Correct. Like you've got the subspecies yeah. between. Yeah. And then you've got, uh, bottom verse as yeah. well as the, obviously the flip to that so east southeast yeah all of that hope you're all keeping up yeah it's fucking we just needed a flow chart on yeah, the gram yeah, or something right. this week yeah we'll post something a nice diagram yeah so tops bottoms and verses now you know that's it you're welcome yeah moving on while we're talking about anal yeah I mean, there's a, there's a thing about that hole, which is that you also shit from it. <laughs> there's a thing about that canal that can <laughs> get quite muddy. <laughs> muddy. Yeah, that river is polluted. They call it a times. dirt road for a reason. That's it. It's a two-way street. I think that one of the most shocking things is like, you know, first sexual experiences is, is that there can, it can be pooey. It can be shitty, in fact. It can be a shitty situation and that can actually cause some panic. So, well, that's it. That just kind of makes me think. My question to you is then this kind of angst and like, Mm. you know, hype around like the penetration that we kind of just spoke about. Yeah. And it being a thing. If we didn't poo from that hole, do you think that that would exist? What exactly? The, The angst around penetrating. I mean, I think there's other things at play. Like it can it can hurt the pain, stuff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think it would the sheer excruciating pain, <laughs> <laughs> the, the blistering ice hot. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. No, it's great. But. I mean, I wouldn't know. Oh, On all the right. top. Campe, yeah, that's me, big Campe girl. Um. Anyway, so no, I think that it would remove a lot of the angst, and yeah, I think totally. personally, for me, like I am at a place in my sexual journey where I understand that there might be a little bit of mess. Obviously, there are things that can be done to try and avoid that. Yep. And I don't want to be like swimming through it, but. No, no, no. But. No, no, no. A little bit of, you know. But you know what? There are, and look, again, this is a judgment free chat, but there's, it's kind of like someone who's, you know, sprays a lot of aftershave or deodorant before they go out. Like there's two types of people in the world, you know, The, the girl who maybe forgets. Yeah, she's out and about and she reached smells down her armpits. She's like, fuck, I forgot to put Dio on. Oh, well, having the best night, whatever. Yeah, yeah. she might smell a bit at the end of the night. Yeah, then there's the other category, which is like, you know, someone who's they've had a full shower. They've double roll on and spray Mm. then just themselves in aftershave. Then they've maybe gone and sprayed their outfit in aftershave as well before they have put it Mm. on. There's just two types of people in this world. I don't know where you're going, with this is a very drawn-out metaphor. Basically, there's people who wash their holes before they head out, and there's people that yeah. don't and just kind of fly by the seat of their pants. Okay, I'm with you again, yep. once again. Um. And so let's talk about that, washing the hole. Correct. So yeah. it's called douching. Yes. I think a lot of people will use the word douche as like a slang term for a dickhead, but don't realise it's actually steeped in a long gay history. <laughs> as most... F- <laughs> Colloquial gay terms. (laughs) Um, So explain to me and the listeners what a douche is. Yeah. So a douche is an item or a device that you use to clean your hole. It is typically something that you fill with water. Yeah. Is one common way that you do it. And basically you would squirt water up your backside. (laughs) Yeah. Then flush out any Mm. remaining poo particles. Any debris. Correct. Yeah. Just a nice irrigonic irrigonic yeah. um irrigation. irrigation irrigation yeah it's an yeah. enema basically yeah basically um, so or a colonic that's it there's a few different ways you can do it some people use like a detachable shower head and just you can shoot it up there that straight up there it's the same as like a bidet essentially yeah that like shoots a bit more pressure shoots up your bum yeah so and the first time you do it i will say it is You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. I definitely didn't. It's a strange thing. And you just kind of practice makes perfect is what I will say about this activity. And I guess basically the point of it is I would say go to the bathroom first Uh to actually do a poo and then do it afterwards. And then basically just keep doing it until you flush clean water. Yeah. And then you're good. You're hot. Well, how would you say, how long would you say your window of opportunity I mean, fuck. Depends if you're eating your Metamucil. That's it. So then basically depending on when the last time you did a poo was and what you've eaten for the day, mm. you've then got a nice clean window that yeah. you can use to go and probably have sex really freely and comfortably yeah. and not be worried about poo. Just doesn't last forever though, which needs to be said. Yeah. It's, it's a, Cinderella rules here. It's a very Cinderella moment. That's yeah. going to turn back into the pumpkin real <laughs> quick. Real quick. Depending on what you've had, depending on what your current digestive track Drinking is. doesn't help. No. And that's, this is just pausing on the the details of this. Can I just take a moment? This is exactly why when we say... We it's, had sex. It's not just as easy and like, you know how you can get in your own head and blah, blah, blah. Like... What straight person is tracing back what meals they've had, how much fibres in their diet? literally, When the last time they went to the bathroom, how clean their water was before? Like, no straight <laughs> woman has to do that no. before she has sex. But I think this is also a message for the tops because they can go out, drink for nine hours, eat a kebab and then be like, yeah, I'm ready to go. Yeah, 100%. Like, no, that is not how it works. For the other member of this party. And that Correct. is why we're not having sex tonight. Unless you want to be covered in. <laughs> unless you want to be Augustus Gloop <laughs> climbing up that fountain. Unless you want a shitstorm, storm. <laughs> it's a no. Yeah, it's a no. And I me. think just on that, we will get to like, you know, maybe just chat a little bit more consent a bit further in. But I guess like, if a bottom says no, it's a fucking no for a reason, can't you? Totally. It? But also if a top says no. True. But like. You no know. always means no. No, typically, yeah. It could mean just like, mm-hmm. I'm not prepared down there. Yeah. So respect that. My safe word is keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Probably confusing. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say? Red flags. Um, so that's douching. And yeah, I mean, it can be done anywhere, anytime. It's also mm-hmm. some people just do it just to keep their bum clean, even if they're not going to have sex. Totally. Also, hack, if you haven't douched, you're really keen to still get it on. Have sex in the shower. It's a good one. Have you ever done that? Yeah. Like, for the specific reason of I haven't douched or the other person hasn't douched, so we'll just wash it away as we go. Um, Not for that specific reason, but, like, yeah, it probably would have made sense at the time that that was happening. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good one. Thanks. Great hack. Yeah, why not? Just um, teach, teach them something. That's it. <laughs> But I guess that's obviously for penetration. And then if you don't want to douche or you haven't douched, you can just do everything else. And guess what? That's still sex too. Absolutely. Just be careful of your wrists because they may sprain. Yes, they do. Now, moving on from that, Mm. as we penetrate, we do need to still be cautious of other things, which straight people also do kind of can... Can speak freely on this one too, yeah. right? So safe sex is obviously super important. Totally. Catching sexually transmitted diseases yeah, is still something that happens. And I would like to throw back to sex ed. Not this lesson. Yeah. The ones from school What's, for a second. Not the modern lesson. <laughs> no, not the actual sex ed. I wish I once had. The but gold lesson. The fucking confusing straight version that I had to sit through for years. Yes. I have a really clear memory. It's, like, one of my strongest memories of school. Watching the teacher stand up in front of the class and be like, make sure that you use a condom, otherwise you'll get pregnant. Yeah. That was the party line. That's mm-hmm. what they were all telling each other. hmm And I remember sitting there being like, oh, not an issue. hmm I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And so I put my hand up and I was, like, you know, still in the closet at this time. Oh, so just, like, a random, like, hypothetical. What if for some reason, the person can't get pregnant who's having sex. And only at that point was the teacher like, oh, well, you still need to use a condom because of STDs. And everyone in the class was like, oh, my God, what's that? Surely that's something that they went down. I remember learning about STDs in high school. I don't know. I didn't even go to a Catholic religious school or anything (laughs) like it. It was fucking free for all. I actually remember learning about it, and it was like the first time that I'd probably... Heard a lot of detail around HIV and AIDS, mm-hmm. and I remember being instantly kind of traumatized a little bit because obviously the little gay boy in me was, yeah, he was locked away and there was started shivering in his boots, yeah. And, and I mean, it can't be like undersold how crazy that pandemic was, like it literally decimated an entire generation of gay people. And we, yeah. that's why we don't have these like role models yeah. to look up to anymore. Like there's no, there's not a nearly enough old gay people because they all died. Yeah, totally. Totally. It was, yeah, it's a very, and it's another thing too, that we kind of, you know, growing up kind of have had to battle, mm-hmm. I guess, or like get your head around because it was so sensationalized that like, you're going to die. Go cool. have sex, you're going to die. Yeah. Like, and it was like, whoa, like, okay, well, I don't want to die yeah. Um, from having sex, but I also want to have sex, so, like, confused. Yeah. Where do I, ha- where does this leave me? Yeah, where do I turn, like, next? Um, thankfully, today, there is obviously, like, drugs and things that you can take to help. Yeah, and so, I mean, using a condom is al- always a good idea. Yeah. I guess, obviously, the pregnancy thing is not an issue for us. HIV is still something to keep on your mind, and... If you're happy to use a condom, definitely throw one on. Yeah. If you don't want to, that's fine, I suppose. Well, look, let's get serious. Condoms are obviously what we're all told to use, but hand on heart right now, do you like using condoms? No. No one really does, and that's, like, common knowledge. I don't think that we're speaking out of turn in saying that. Mm. That is pretty common knowledge, but if you're not going to use a condom the same way that a woman would take a contraceptive pill, Mm. you would then take a drug that we call PrEP. Yeah, which you are a little bit more um, experienced with than me. Yeah, so PrEP is a drug that is. This works the same as a pill, basically. It's a daily tablet. Yeah. Um, go to the doctor every three months. They give you three months of it at once. Every time you go back, you do like a full sexual health checkup. See, that's really good because it forces you to keep on top of it that. It actually does. It's like a calendar reminder. I'm out of my PrEP. Time to go get tested. Like, I think that obviously... STDs are more common in the gay community, I think, because we just fuck around more. Correct. And we've really? normalized casual sex a totally. lot better than the straight community. So, yes, it's just totally It's just numbers, really. But I think at the same time, like in the next breath, gay men also take a lot more responsibility for their sexual health. Like, mm. you talk to, you know, girlfriends and some of them do have casual sex and have never had an oh. STD test. Or take any sort of contraception. And I'm like, that like that idea of like falling pregnant by accident is just yeah. something that like, oh, what happened to them sort of thing. And I'm like, well, we don't really have that luxury in the gay community because I think the thing about that is, you know, like that fear that we kind of experienced when we were young. That is what has led us to be responsible today. Like you said, like I think we are as a community pretty on top of it. Like no one wants to be the reason why you know, we would potentially spread something like that totally. or any sexually transmitted disease. Mm. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we're taking PrEP. If you are not on PrEP and find out afterwards that you have been exposed to someone with HIV, you can also take PEP, which is like doctor administered basically the same drug mm-hmm. um, within I think it's 72 hours after. Like it's it's not reason to panic. Correct, as we were once told. Yeah, and then if you do contract HIV, it's also not at all really reason to panic anymore. Like, obviously, not ideal, but... Yeah, if it can be avoided. Yeah, there's other drugs you can take. I actually don't know the names of them, but... I think, yeah, look, that's another thing too, is, like, that fear that we were... that is sort of, like, potentially surrounded, I think it's super important to kind of eradicate that now in this day and age and normalise that. Mm. That side of our community and because people contract the disease and live with it comfortably for the rest of their life and totally. And long, normal, happy, healthy lives. Correct. And the drugs also, if you're taking them properly and you have HIV, mean that you can't give it on to anyone else. Correct. Yep. Which is kind of magic. Modern medicine. And so now mm. I'm feeling adventurous. I'm feeling like, you know, I've I've really come into my own sexual power. Yeah. As a clean, safe woman. Yeah. You've so. worked out how to empty out your asshole yeah. on all the right medicines. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Feeling You're hot. Waxed and plucked and primmed and tucked. Feeling like a hot cunt. Yeah. I want to get a bit spicy and juicy. Oh, you want to shake it up. What do I do? I mean, there's a fetish for everyone out there and mm. there's a toy for everyone else. Mm. So I think Confucius said that. Toys for me. I don't have a lot of experience with toys, I'm just going to be honest. No. But, like, what <laughs> what gay-specific toys, I guess, do we have? We've got butt plugs. Butt plugs, dildos. Cock rings. Cock rings. You could get a flashlight, Cock rings. Cock rings. <laughs> Sounds like a... Um, a flashlight. Yeah. Can I just talk about... Is that not the most funny name oh. for a sex device? It's like... It looks te- like a flashlight. Teenage boys got into a room and made... Did the marketing for it. It looks like a flashlight, except the tip of where the light would come out is like an arsehole or a vagina. Yeah, 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 you yeah. You just, you know, stick your business in there. And yeah. So. Turn the lights on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that kind of, like, toys are fun. I feel like you can, you know, absolutely introduce them. People with butt plugs, can I just say, are so interesting how, like, some, do you know, some, like, it's a thing that some people will just pop one in and then just head out with it in? <laughs> I did know that. And I just find that so intriguing as to what sort of, is that prepping? I was going to say the only thing that makes (laughs) sense for me, unless you just wanted to feel like a bit of joy walking around (laughs) Westfield or something. Just bouncing up and down, walking around, getting your G-spot Up and down the mall. Um, I think it makes sense to me if you're like, I'm going to be having sex tonight and maybe I just need to loosen up the area before. If you're like really tight and you want to just make that a little bit less Mm. painful. Yeah so okay well then just on that so i've got that in to avoid potential pain later yeah. as you just said what what does that actually mean because we should also we did touch on before that like it can be painful to have a yeah. sex indeed it can and it's very much a thing of the mind is yeah. what i would say alexa play there will be blood <laughs> okay, we're really scaring them off now No, look, no, there, won't, there shouldn't be I mean, there sh- if there is blood, don't freak out But there shouldn't be Correct Putting in a butt plug for a day is actually not a bad idea For a day, <laughs> for 24 hours <laughs> I'm really prepping now Yeah But yeah, no, look, penetrative sex can hurt a little bit mm-hmm. um, But I think that that is also a part of something that you learn
1: Totally How to
0: navigate and do and again it's not something that's taught to us it's no. something that you have to kind of like practice makes perfect a little bit but i guess my only advice to anyone out there who maybe hasn't done it before is go slow and use, use lube. lots of lube lots of lube because that when you think you've got enough on i would just put a little bit more on. oh you can never have too much in my never. mind but no. yeah look i'm gonna th- swim through it that's it. <laughs> but yeah and breathe <laughs> Yeah. A lot of breathing, yeah, I think, and a lot communicate of... with your partner like if it's not feeling great or you need to go slow or whatever that's a really important in that mm. moment, because if you're going to get to a point where you actually are having sex and it's feeling good, you've got to get that bit right. Would mm. you say that's correct? I also think that a lot of like the mindset around like a tight virgin asshole it <laughs> <laughs> is very much a mindset, like yeah, I... Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> touch for the very first time and it is like as you said breathe through it chat to the person warm up the area lots of foreplay like yeah don't rush into it because yeah. it is a mental thing it is it's a muscle that clenches when you're stressed you need to relax yeah yeah and you need to want it i will also say for me like if i've ever been in a situation where i don't really want to be doing it but, to, but perhaps i'm doing it maybe to please the other person yeah. it's never as good as no. when i actually do want to do it yeah. And I mean, I know that that's like, it's not that I'm, when I say that, it's not that obviously someone's do- forcing themselves on me, but it's more just like, sometimes you might do things in the moment with someone because you feel like that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And there's a bit of sexual pressure. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm the bottom here. I guess I have to do that. Yeah. But if you don't want to, it's probably not going to feel as good as if you actually want it. Totally. Just relax. Yeah. devil snare rules. That's it. That's it. So we've butt plugs, cocked, ringed it up. Yeah. Dildos. I mean, we, um, we don't need to explain how a dildo works. Mm. Just shove it up. Yeah. <laughs> With lots of lube. With lots of lube. Yeah. Well, we're talking about spicing things up. Mm. Let's ch- talk about fetishes. Do you have any fetishes? Foot guy? No. Anything like that? Although I'm not opposed to feet, like, as in I'm not repulsed by feet. I'm not, like, Googling foot sex yeah. or anything like that. Celebrity foot pics. No, no, no. But, like, if a part of, like, my kind of foreplay was, like, someone giving me a foot rub or something that led to, like, like I'm okay with that. Would you give someone a foot job if they asked you? I just don't th- understand why that needs to happen. Because they love feet. Yeah. Don't yuck someone else's yum. No, no, that's fine. I'm not shitting in anyone's pool. But <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I don't understand why I, th- yeah. But I would maybe if I loved you. I just think I'll it would do anything take, for love. Yeah, anything, <laughs> anything. <laughs> if you're out there. I just think it would take a lot of leg strength. <laughs> yeah. My feet are a long way from my core. Like, do you wrap the toes around the dick? Is it a toe-hugging situation? No, I imagined it was, like, the archers are doing the work. Okay, yeah. Do you have any fetishes? Um, no. Okay. I'm pretty vanilla. No golden showering? No, just, um, yeah, tie me up and choke me, but that's normal, (laughs) isn't it? Mr. Grey. (laughs) Gorgeous. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, I don't have any fetishes. I will say I'm pretty, like... Anyone who knows me, I'm a bit of, I'm that sensual kind of like sex kind of guy. Oh yeah, you're the candle's lit. I'm candle's lit. I like music. Gossamer like curtains, playing in the breeze. That's it. That's my fetish. It's yeah. like, let's just pretend we're in love for f- this next 20, five minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then get out. And then fuck off, get out. I need to have a shower and I need to <laughs> wash yeah. all the sheets. And Blow like, out the candles as yeah. you leave, please. Literally. Fire hazard. What was your name again? <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. No strong fetishes for me. But if you do have them, I guess... Explore them. Yeah, totally. Explore them. Communication. I think with when it gets to this point where we're penetrating, there's toys and things like that potentially involved, as I just sort of said, communication is really important with your partner. And I think don't be too afraid to open your mouth during sex and say what you like and what you don't like because no one else will know. One, two. Yeah. And if you are, especially if you are in a com- relationship and you do want to kind of like... You know, here I am being a sex therapist from just beyond. But anyway, (laughs) like I feel like it's just so important to voice what you like and what you don't like and put those cards on the table because then how else will someone else know? Totally. And if you're not having as much fun as you could be, the other person probably isn't really either. True. Mm. How's that? How's that for a mic drop? Talk about how you can spice it up. So I guess on the flip side of all of this nonsense... Takes two to tango, or three, or four, or you know, yep. however many you can rustle up on short notice. Every sometimes many you can fit up there <laughs> with your gnome <laughs> and your pigeon. <laughs> Obviously, if you're at home alone by yourself, you might be watching Survivor or uh, <laughs> or Bridgerton, and or any other homoerotic show. <laughs> yeah, and just decide that it might be actually time to just do a tango of one. Yeah. So masturbating. Yeah That's so where you're leading with that I yeah. feel Yeah Beating the meat Which is obviously My favourite <laughs> And only <laughs> Sexual experience You'll That I to. seem to have Yeah No It is Yeah It's a big part of also Like exploring your body Learning what you like And what you don't like Especially um, Exploring The bum Yeah the As well Because The rear region That is an area that you kind of The more familiar with it That you are The easier it will be When you do try and have penetrative sex Yeah And yeah Just flog one out whenever you can. I will say, though. (laughs) That's the advice. I will say, though, like, I'm three three times a day at least. (laughs) Well, that's what I was just about to say. I feel like I've definitely gotten older because as a teen, you could just masturbate, like, six times a day and Uh just be, like, so normal. And now I'm, like... You have to get a fucking bathroom pass, excuse yourself during fifth (laughs) period. Because someone in math touched your leg. Literally, literally. (laughs) And now I'm, like, oh, yeah, once a week It's fine. Fucking hell. (laughs) Nah, not that little. But like, (laughs) definitely, definitely... I don't need to know. I'm on the verge of 30. Put it that way.
1: I thought you meant 30 a week. No,
0: like I've leveled out as in like, I feel like, you know, I'm not that horny teenager anymore. Your libido's dropping. Maybe. Wow. So get in fast, gents. Yeah, the twinks. (laughs) Everyone tell them. It's a ticking time bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it is a good option. And I mean, I'm not going to talk you through the mechanics of it because that's something you could probably google in your own time dear listener but explore your body that's where we'll leave it I think but look we hope that that was a little bit insightful I think just the main things to touch on obviously is like really owning how you feel in the bedroom and being confident is a challenge so whatever you can do to help yourself in those moments which is Mm. obviously practice and getting familiar blah 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 is super important don't rush don't rely on the straights as a guide no And fucking beat one out whenever you can, (laughs) as a wise man once said. And just masturbate as much as you can when you're young, because that will go away. (laughs) Kids, (laughs) mark my words. Fuck. Well, look, I think that's all we've got time for. Yeah, I think that was a fun ep. We are definitely back. (laughs) (laughs) We always seem to open a season with just sex. Sex sells, baby. That's it. That's it. If this is the first time you're listening to us, so please give us a follow or a subscribe, depending if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify. You can also leave us a rating also on Spotify now. You can leave us a rating on there as well. So Spotify and Apple, we love to see the feedback. So give us a nice glowing five stars and a gorgeous little message. Yeah, on our machine. On our little machine. And that's where we got the term. Obviously, also, once you've done all that, head to our Instagram, which is at message on the machine, to keep up with all the fun stuff that we do on the days in between an episode dropping. And on that note, guys, we're so happy to be back. This is season four, Message on the Machine. My name is Age. I'm Mitch. And good luck out there. Yeah, we'll see you at the next one.